to Becoming Soul, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for Better Call Soul on AMC and Netflix. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is David. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Good. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Good. Uh, this is for season four, episode five, called Quite a Ride. Um, what what do you think of this episode? I really like this. Yeah. I I loved the open. I thought the open was fabulous. Mm. Apparently, yeah, Bob Odenkirk was was quite a fan of that opening as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I I really liked it. Got a lot more Jimmy this episode than we've had uh, recently, so that was good. Uh, seems to be you know much more about that. I mean, you you had a little bit of the cartel stuff, which was quite funny, and uh, they you know again it's Mike, so you know they're always entertaining. Um, so yeah, I, I I thought it was a, it was a good balance across the board, entertaining episode, um, great opening start. It's not that much that goes on, I guess, but you do start to see Jimmy going back to his kind of old ways and struggling with it, and yeah, that that I rather liked. I th- I thought that was kind of good. Yeah, I thought it was a good episode. I do think it was better than uh, last week's, um, and like. The, the the weird thing with this show is even though it's called uh, Better Call Saul, I almost said Becoming Saul, that's the name of the podcast, not the show. <laughs> um, even though it's called Better Call Saul and it's about Jimmy becoming Saul, um, if you if you do like peel him back for an episode and do more cartel stuff like they did last week with all of the um, stuff that was happening with Nacho and everything, it is still entertaining. But I guess the... Um, side complaint that people had was like okay this is entertaining but this isn't what the show is about it's weird that you can still make the show entertaining even outside of its main goal but i guess that's what makes the show good is it's it's good in each of the areas that it tries to tell the story uh even if even if the story they're trying to tell in the episodes aren't necessarily about the main character um but no in this episode they do a lot better job with um with Jimmy, I, I like the little montages that you have with him, where like he's selling phones and it's sort of fast forwarding, and because um, like five or ten minutes of that is good, but like if you if you take out the montage and do like twenty minutes, you don't really need that much. Like it sort of establishes what he's doing, and like okay, he's going to this doghouse, he's gonna try and sell these phones, and then like okay, we're gonna show you hap- show it happening to loads of people to like show the signs of his progress, um, and then kind of speed things up. So I think they did a good job there. Um, yeah, the cocktail stuff was a bit different and a bit interesting, um, with some, like, Breaking Bad Easter eggs in there. Yeah. Uh, but no, overall, a, a, a really good episode, so, um, I quite agree. Um, yeah, I think, I don't think we want to go into this too much more, because we do have, uh, our notes as well. Uh, so now I'm going to tell you about some housekeeping. Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. Hey everyone, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk and sign up as a creator or as a Patreon. There's two different versions available there or two different options available there. And then simply go to pledge $1 per month and get your ad-free podcast. It's also a really good way to support what we're doing here at Entertainment Talk. It also means you wouldn't have to listen to this or any sponsors that we have now or in the future either. 
And as always, thank you for listening. Alright, entertainment talk. Uh, quite a bit happening this week. Um, I haven't managed to get any new iTunes feeds up, but I'm going to do a bit more of that today and uh, mainly tomorrow as well, uh, which will be for Thursday and Wednesday. Um, but no, within the last week, I did uh, two different film reviews. One was for The Spy Who Dumped Me. It's a kind of fun comedy uh, female buddy team-up. Not buddy cop, because they're not cops and they're not spies. Um, you'll see what they are if you see the film. Um, but no, I was very, very happy with what the film managed to do. Um, and what I went into the film for, it manages, it managed to, like, um, I managed to enjoy it in that sense, which was the chemistry between Mila Kunis and, and Kate McKinnon and their kind of comedy and how they played off each other. It, it did a very, very good job with that as well. Um, as well as just telling kind of a funny spy story, uh, which is what it's there for. Um, the other one that I did was uh, a film called Searching, which is about where um, this dad goes looking for his daughter when he goes missing for a certain period of time, and uh, it's it's got a lot of twists and turns, but it's very very well done. It uses um, like laptop capture footage and like found footage camera um, type filming style, so I thought that that was very very good as well. Um, but no, both very, very fun, but for different reasons. One's more of a comedy team-up, and one's more of a serious sort of searching for daughter who might be dead kind of film. Um, <laughs> but no, they're both very, very good at the moment. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're, those do ha- if I just post something review, it means it's got a spoiler and a spoiler-free section. So you can, you can jump into those as well, and I do warn you when there's spoilers. I don't just throw things at you <laughs> in that sense um but something i did mainly spoiler free uh this week was a sort of um review slash impressions of the first season of amazon's jack ryan i know we both uh finished that well you know i finished it because i <laughs> i had to to review the season um but no it was very very good i'm very happy with what they managed to do in the first season and how they sort of told the story of the first season and also set up the second season mm. uh, they did a good job of sort of putting those two elements into the first season and uh yeah, John Krasinski, he's a talented man. He's a very talented yes. man. Um yeah, so that was quite good as well. Uh gaming talk this week we talked about um the three selections of free games you can get this month, which is Twitch Prime, PlayStation Plus and Xbox Gold. We also talked about a bunch of other stuff. Um and a listener asked us um about who our fr- most and least favourite gaming companies are so that was quite an interesting discussion <laughs> i guess you you could probably guess who comes up in that discussion um, <laughs> EA? yeah yeah maybe <laughs> um but no that was good uh this week um what else did i do um yeah there was something on friday i think i did uh there was some other stuff that i've done this week on entertainmenttalk.org as well um but yes big highlight for this week spider-man on ps4 is coming out this week it's coming out this friday september 7th so um like david said earlier before the show get your get your pre-orders in or what whatever you uh need to do to get the game but don't steal it pay pay for the game and pre-order it um and uh have a good time with it there was also a lot of um i guess you could call them journalism game companies whatever your ign's and all that sort of stuff they released, uh, I think the embargo got lifted yesterday, a bunch of uh, those companies released uh, reviews, so if you want a spoiler-free um, taste of the game, you can check out those as well. Um, speaking of spoilers though, do avoid GameSpots and Digital Foundries videos. Those two videos do have spoilers in them, uh, so just a quick warning there. They may have been edited out at this time, I don't know, but as of yesterday they do have spoilers in them, uh, so be careful about that. Um, but yes, entertainmenttalk.org is where you can find all of our content.
the episode opens forward to the show's present time, uh, sometime between the events of the penultimate Breaking Bad episodes, uh, Ozymandias and Grinate site. Uh, Sol Goodman frantically collects money and other uh, prized possessions, all of his stuff, which is quite a bit actually, um, from his office while Francesca shreds all of the uh, incoming paperwork. We'll talk about the shredding in a minute as well. Um, as he says his goodbyes, Sol gives uh, Francesca a business card for a lawyer. Should uh, should she need it, and tell and to tell the lawyer Jimmy sent her. And claims that the last few years have been quite a ride, hence the name of the episode. Uh, he then contacts his disappearer uh, for a new identity. Uh, and she leaves and it pretty much goes into the titles from there. Very interesting. Breaking Bad kind of. Yeah. Uh, Pro- proper Breaking Bad forward, era. I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah, it's pretty much a flash forward. Because um, we didn't really see this bit before, hence us seeing it now. Um, what, what do you think of this scene? I loved this yeah. opening. It's it's nice to see Soul back on, you know, full blown Soul back on screen, which we haven't seen in any sort of new stuff for a while. So uh, that you know that I was really happy with. Um, I, I loved him sort of tearing the office down to to get the relevant bits out, to you know, the money and sort of paperwork and stuff. That was awesome. Uh, I I do wonder wh- what the you know lawyer you know who whose legal card that was that mm. he gave out yeah. whether it's kim's or whether it That's was i didn't think of that yeah um i mean it's either going to be kim's or it's going to be the, <laughs> it, yeah i i don't know it's it that's kind of interesting because you know she sort of said because because specifically said jimmy center mm. you know to say to mention jimmy is the name so i do wonder if it's maybe kim or maybe it's i think there's a good chance it's kim now that you bring that yeah. up yeah um there isn't that many other lawyers in this show per se not not ones that obviously there's a whole court full of them because you know we have those scenes but yeah there's not any that have really been named um there's a chance obviously in later episodes this season we could meet a new lawyer that jimmy gets to know and like they have him as a, him or her as a backup whoever this is um but no, I think it's a good theory to say that it might be Kim, unless, like yeah. I said, we meet a new character that we just don't know about. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the other possibility is it's it's HHM, but I think that's unlikely, and unless we've seen a sort of massive change and you know in, in what's happening with HHM. But I I suspect Kim is probably the most likely person it is. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd go with I'd go with either Kim or someone we just haven't met yet because there's still time for them to be able to establish that. Uh, I don't think HHM's quite as likely as those those no. three options. Um, I uh, I saw some people talking about um, how uh, Francesca's sharing the paper, which is where she folds a particular side over. So I guess it like messes the paper up more when you're shredding it. Um, yeah. Because if you shred a piece of paper normally, you can kind of somewhat put that back together and and read it so like maybe if you fold it up and you sort of i don't know um yeah it's read it more i guess there's there's a few different types of shredders you Mm. can get the more expensive ones are what they call confetti shredders which Ah. um yeah uh the the but but quite often 
you'll find companies are cheapskates and they won't pay for the confetti shredder. Well, what a confetti shredder does is in, rather than just cutting your things into strips, which is fairly easy for them to, I mean, you know, it's painstaking, but it, it is much easier for them to like stick them back together. Mm. Whereas confetti shredders also, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Confetti shredders, and, and plus they can they can basically scan them all into a computer, and the computer will work it out. Yeah. With a confetti shredder, it's a lot more difficult because it, it it crisscrosses the shredding, so it cuts them into basically little diamond confetti shapes. Mm. So rather than just in straight into strips, and and that's almost impossible to kind of put back together because it's <laughs> yeah. you know you're talking about a massive jigsaw <laughs> puzzle doing it i mean it's if somebody really really wanted the time and effort it's you know it's possible but uh you know norm, normal shredders don't actually you know aren't that secure at this point mm. so okay well there's your uh your shredding knowledge i suppose yes <laughs> um, yeah. yeah uh but no it's quite interesting that she decides to do that obviously like soul is a very um like i guess vulnerable person perhaps at this point and in this kind of breaking bad world they you with documents and stuff like that depending on what exactly he's shredding he's he's got to be careful so um yeah i guess he told her to to shred it like that uh he also gives her two like rolls of money we don't know how how much exactly that is i like the bit where uh he gives her the one bit and then she she gives him this look like come on give me a bit more and he's like oh fine i'll give you another one i'll I'll just i'll just go in my suitcase of money and just give you another roll because uh, yeah i've got plenty yeah in, i mean so given given that he poured i mean you know a, a whole bunch of those rolls in i mean he's maybe there yeah. yeah there's there was there was quite a lot. I don't know how rich it was, but you know, they could be like ten grand in a roll for all we know. Maybe. So, yeah. Uh, but no, very good opening. I I like that we're getting bits of Breaking Bad stuff. Um, it, it kind of goes interestingly with my theory, I guess, last week of like, because uh, somebody asked us last week how we would like the show to end, or like, what's the last thing we'd like to see, and we wasn't sure exactly whether it would be Soul or Gene would be the very last thing that we see. But in terms of soul, I remember saying, like, I would want it to be um, Francesca saying, like, uh, someone's here to see you, and it's Jesse and Walter. Um, it's interesting that we... I mean, it depends how many flash-forwards they put in, but it's interesting that they've decided to do to do that and to show him in this very office that I was talking about. Yeah. Um, so we'll see if they decide to do it. I'm interested if they do uh, have some more of it, because it, it opens things up slightly more as opposed to to just Jimmy becoming Sol, uh, which again is still interesting. We still like the scenes that happened in this episode, but uh, there's also other layers you can put on top of that if you include uh, future Breaking Bad scenes. Um, yeah, so uh, hopefully things work out with that. In the present, Jimmy gets a customer at the mobile phone store, uh, drawn in by his privacy sold here sign, which I think you you were sort of talking about this last yeah. week. He convinces the customer to buy several pay go phones, ones that are, quote, on reserve, you know, so he can get yeah. the guy to buy more of them. Uh, good. He, hey, Jimmy's good at what he does, so yeah. uh, I guess you give him credit for that. Um, that he claims are untraceable. Do you think these are untraceable? Uh, in that era yes they yeah. probably relatively are i mean pay you know even that they're slightly more traceable now i believe but probably yeah but but yeah. yeah if you're using them once or twice and then throwing them away i mean that was a big thing in the wire um okay. was was them uh it was a big part of the story in the wire because they they used 
they were using payphones quite a lot and the um, police end up getting up on the payphones when they realize what they're using and then the um, dealers figure that out and they switch on to disposable mobiles. So, mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, certainly in this sort of era, I think, yes, they are probably relatively untraceable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't seen uh, The Wire. I need to do that. I did watch the uh, first see. season of The Deuce the other, the other week, though. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Which is very, very good. Uh, and also comes back next week. But anyway. Um, yes. Yeah, he tells them that they're untraceable. Um, from that sale, he gets the idea to profit himself by selling phones on the street, including several brought by a uh, biker gang, uh, which reminded me of Sons of Anarchy, because I'm currently watching that show, and Mayans also starts soon. Um, yes. Yeah, bikers kind of remind me of that sort of thing now. So. Um yeah, despite selling all the phones, his uh, venture proves unsuccessful when he is beaten up by uh, three teenagers who steal his money. Uh, Kim takes care of the wounds. This is a bit later, but it's all kind of in the same yeah. uh, plot, I suppose. Uh, Kim takes care of his wounds, and Jimmy is concerned that uh, he hadn't seen uh, the intent of the teenagers before the attack, which uh, he would have recognized if he was uh, thinking clearly. So he promises to call the uh, psychiatrist Kim recommended. Rather than making an appointment, he returns to the phone store and pretend and spends most of the day cleaning off the uh, privacy soul here paint. So that I guess he uh, has decided to end this little uh, venture of himself. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, or the money that we see him making in the montage. Did he put that all in his wallet? I think so. Yes. Or, because it would have been a little bit smarter if he'd put like some of it in other pockets. I, yeah, I or guess, if he but... if he put it back in the car, or mm. you know. So I, yes, a little bit stupid to just <laughs> you know. But but he's overconfident, I think, at this point. You know, and as yeah. he says, he should have seen the attack coming. I mean, you know, the the kids were looking at him. There was a few shots when he was doing the dealing that you saw the kids looking at him. Mm. And you kind of think, yeah, you know, I, so I, I kind of saw that attack coming. You know, you're like, he's going to get mugged by those kids. So, I, I, I mean, I I get him coming back and going, you know, in the old days, I would have seen that and they would have known not not to mess with me, which is sort of what he said. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I sort of get that. But I think it's just overconfidence that he decides to put all the money yeah, into it. Yeah, just done this massive, successful, yeah, uh, big, big sale. I'm, I was sort of surprised that he gave up at the end of it, just because he got mugged. Because the actual premise of it didn't he? Uh, what, I think he said he. Can't remember. I think I said. Um, I think I remember him saying he ran out. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean the the whole privacy sold here thing. I mean, yeah, maybe. Oh, you with that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm i surprised he sort of, he gave up on the whole plan because it it worked. I mean, you know, he, he bought the phones. Presumably he was selling them at, you know, more than what he paid the shop for them because yeah. you saw him ringing up the till and then putting money into the till. So he obviously bought them from the shop and then resold them um, presumably for more money outside to other people so he's pocketing the difference Mm. i guess um uh i and i i mean it worked as a as a plan it did work he just got mugged and that sort of scared him off and i'm surprised that sort of put him back in his box you know 
rather than because there is points certainly later where he wouldn't have let that stop him. You know, he would have just gone out and done it again and mm. got more and just made more. And because the, the basic premise of it worked really well, actually, you know, you go to where the customers are. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the ones that want the specific type of fat. yeah, yeah, you, you, it makes sense. It's very unlucky that, like, if you look at the other characters in Breaking Bad, um, such as, like, Gus, any of the cartel people, I guess, uh, Mike, Walter, Jesse, they'd be able to... I don't want to call Jimmy weak, but he's weaker than any of those characters, yeah. I guess. He's not really, like, in the, the fights and stuff, I suppose. And I was like, if this was any of those other characters, like... Um, can you imagine if, it was, if these teenagers tried to do this to Gus? Or something like exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Work. I mean, although yeah. Gus may have, yeah, they may have caught Gus off guard and they may have beaten it up if it was him trying to do this hustle. Mm. Not that he would, because it's not his character. Right. Um, you would then find you know the three kids strung up on a street <laughs> corner a day later, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's and and they wouldn't have tried it if it had been many of the other cartel characters. If it had been, or if it had been Mike. That they just wouldn't have tried it in the first place. I don't think. Mm. Yeah, um, I was like, yeah, Jimmy isn't really the fighter per se in in this franchise or this series. No, um, he's much more the sort of um, hustler. Relies on his brain. Yeah. yeah, he's a hustler. He li- relies um, on, and his he's brain. good at, at doing that. I'm just pointing out that like these kids went to beat him up, and if it was any of the other characters, they may uh, they may not have gotten away with it. So no, um, especially like late era Heisenberg or something like that. So. Um, mm. But no, good, good scene and stuff. Um, it's interesting that like because they point out that he's he's going out at nine o'clock at night and he comes back at one thirty, so he's out for four and a half hours. And Gibbon doesn't say that much to him. I get he, he kind of just says that he had to be out a bit longer and stuff. But um, there's it's not the first time that that has quite happened. But like in in this relationship between them, I'm sensing a lot of like. Okay, you just went out and did this thing, and I'm not going to ask you that many questions. Yeah, in I terms mean, of she's... that type of stuff, they don't really ask them. They ask each other those sorts of questions. Yeah, she. So. Well, they they sort of take each other as their word, you yeah. know, and and they don't sort of question things too much. So, mm. I, yeah, that's I just their like, relationship. I think. But I guess if they were in a relationship that was like they questioned each other on everything, it would just be irritating to watch. So, uh, yeah, it's just interesting specifically with these two that do these kinds of things that they, they don't like ask each other about stuff but uh maybe we'll see a bit of a crack later down the line we don't know mm. um do you think they'll end up, do you think they'll end up breaking up or, or anything oh i i think well they've got to at some point because you know so. she's not around later on so but but the fact that you know going back to what we said at the start if we're assuming that it's kim uh, on the card that that Jim that uh, you know Sol gives uh, Francesca, if we're assuming that's Kim, that's the lawyer that he's sending it to, she clearly makes it out alive. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it may not be, of course, but you know, assuming it is, which is is good. You know, I I hope she's kind of still around. Yeah, but yeah, I hope she doesn't die or turn into Wendy or anything like that. I hope she yeah. just remains as Kim, but. You don't know what you're going to get in this universe, sorry. Uh, yes. Or in this series, franchise, whatever you want to call it. Uh, let's move on to Mike's first job with Gus, is to discreetly escort structural engineers uh, with criminalities through the industrial laundry Gus recently purchased. 
uh, in order to evaluate the area below as a site for Gus's planned uh, meth super lab. Hey, we've seen that before. Yes. Um, I thought this was really cool. Um, one uh, guy asserts he can do uh, the job easily. Like he says, you know, this is no problem. It will be a little bit of a struggle. It was taking me six or seven months, but I can, I can basically do it. Uh, even with the conditions set by Gus, including uh, no um, above-ground construction and no daytime work, uh, which is understandable. Um, but it's turned away by Gus, who um, listens in uh, from a nearby room. I like the way he comes in, just like from yeah. the darkness. But but like, it's interesting, he comes in from the darkness, but he's still the confident, nice Gus that we've talked about before. And that, yeah. <laughs> that was very, very cool. Uh, I love that version of him. Um, yeah. I want to see more of that. Uh, he listens in nearby uh, another um, Werner uh, Ver- Zeigler. It's Werner Z- Ziegler. Ziegler. Well, Ziegler, I guess. That's but it. yes, Werner Ziegler. Um, impresses Gus by uh, forthlighting, expressing concerns about the cost, safety, and uh, secrecy attached to the project itself. Uh, Ziegler um, calls uh, building the lab a difficult task. But it's not impossible, and Gus offers him the job um, of planning it and overseeing as its construction. So I guess this is starting now, then. Yeah, because yeah. You, you can still build this several years before Breaking Bad, as long as it's just there in time for Walt and Jesse, which it is, because we see that in Breaking Bad. Um, yeah, speaking of the connection, what did you what did you think of that? That was quite a nice surprise. Uh, yeah, no, I yeah. I really like I really like the connection. Yeah, we we'd seen a little bit of the laundry, I think, pre in previous episodes as well so, and yeah. uh i i i just love this whole sequence i you mm. know mike's always entertaining to watch on screen <laughs> and uh the the way that you know they're bringing the engine these engineers in and uh, i really like the exchange with the first engineer that's sort of saying oh yeah i could do this in seven months and the conversation you only hear mike's side of the conversation with going uh-huh yeah 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 that's what i thought too and then just kind of hangs up the phone and goes thank you for your time i i thought was lovely you know because you don't really need to hear what gutty's saying Mm. um at that point i and i so i thought that was that was really nice the way that they did that and and then i mean it's it's quite interesting because you get this with a lot of businesses of you'll get somebody that comes in with the the lowest possible quote and sort of says oh yeah you can do this for that this or that and you'll get this is what makes a smart businessman because quite often somebody will come in with a low quote and says, Oh yeah, this will be easy. I could do this. Yeah. If I've done similar projects that aren't necessarily that similar, you know, and, and I could, I can do this for you, but you've got to look at the detail of what they're saying and them going, Oh, I could do this in seven months. And if it sounds too good to be true, the chances are it probably is. Yeah. So you're better to, go with the guy that is saying look you know uh, this is not going to be easy this is going to be difficult you know we've got to do this 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 and this clearly that guy knows his stuff and that's the person that you want doing it you know it's going to be longer than the other guy promised probably but but you have the confidence that this guy knows what he's talking about whereas the other guy is kind of you know you don't want the room of the super lab to fall in or the equipment to fall through the roof which is probably what would have happened if they'd gone with the first guy Mm. so yeah i i just really like this scene i thought it was great yeah it's weird how like over the last couple of weeks and 
probably will uh, continue to do it later in the season. How we keep guessing, like, breaking bad stuff that will happen. And we said about, like, newspaper staff or maybe radio staff or characters popping up. I didn't think about, like, scenes and locations and stuff. I, I specifically remember last week saying about, um, like, oh, there isn't that many iconic buildings and stuff. But, hey, this is kind of iconic. Yeah, so, this, this is, yeah. is probably the most iconic yeah. one. Um, you know, but really. hey, I like being wrong, so it means yeah. it's it's less predictable, and we didn't see it coming, and it was not a surprise, so that was really yeah. good. Um, I I wonder if we'll see. I don't know, because this thing's going to be early in its production for a long time, so we'll probably like put a pin in it and come back later, and then maybe it w- it would be nice to see like the first version of it, like once it's completed, uh, six or seven months later. Um, so maybe like the end of the season or episode eight ish or something. Uh, or it, it depends how long that sort of takes episode wise um, but I'd like to see the first bit of like okay now it's completed and then they sort of start on it um, and hey mm. maybe they put um, oh, what's his name the scientist guy we saw from, from the yes I, I was trying to think of his name as well like him in there and he moves like somewhere else or something or maybe there's like entirely new characters that we haven't met yet that start working in there um, yeah there's a, lot, there's a lot of possibilities to come from that so yeah uh, it's it's yeah it's a very good thing that they've done yeah um yeah it's it was interesting with the the second guy they got and this guy's like drinking water he's like putting water all over his face he's like breathing kind of heavily and stuff and uh um yeah more like anxious and nervous but he's like i can i can i can do this and stuff um you can see why they've picked him over the other guy like he's slightly less competent but like He's not the too good to be true kind of thing like the other guy was. He's got his laser pen or whatever it was out and and that sort of stuff. The other guy, yeah. Um, it it yeah. was it, it yeah, was you... funny when um you know Mike gets the call and they put him, they put him back in the van. You just see them drop him off back at his car and they drive off. And yeah, the guy's like, what? What's going on? So um, that's <laughs> yeah. cool. No, it was it was really good. That those those two little scenes, I I really like that both of those. Uh, as I say, it's it's a good example of why you shouldn't go for the slick salesperson over the the person that clearly knows what they're doing. You know. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to um, Kim. She starts taking uh, pro bono criminal defence cases uh, and thrives uh, in the environment of uh, plea bargaining and negotiating. One case involving a woman who fears going to prison after being charged with drug possession. Uh, Kim convinces her to come to court, but as she is waiting for uh, the client to dress, she gets a call from uh, Paige at Mesa Verde insisting that they need her help um, immediately to fix an error in a recently filed paperwork. And she sort of says to her, like, um, you know, we need you here and you sort of slacked off a little bit, I guess that's the gist of the conversation. Uh, Paige informs her that uh, the bank's legal staff uh, has fixed the problem. And reminds her that she be- uh, she became Mesa Verde's outside counsel. She promised that the bank would uh, be herself focused. Kim uh, apologizes and promises it will not happen again. Um, it's also the little bit later when uh, she takes this case with this this young guy who's thrown a brick through window, and the guy is like, "Look, I've got um, eyewitnesses," and you, you yeah. like kind of says, "Step away from this." I guess is the is the message. Um, I wasn't quite into these bits as as much as the others because you've got like you, you've got a Breaking Bad set piece that's being made, and then you've got Jimmy being Jimmy again a bit more. So my interest in the Kim stuff did dip a bit more, I suppose. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, but I, I, I still think maybe they're doing some setup with her. Maybe she was more the setup piece this week. I, so. I think we may be seeing uh, Kim at some point either losing Mesa Verde or deciding that she doesn't want to be outside counsel for Mesa Verde anymore and maybe going back to criminal defense law um you know which again would tie into to the business card at the start i i think maybe that's she's you know as much as mesa verde is great because it's one big client for her it's also not that interesting which is obviously why she's going for the pro bono cases yeah but she's clearly not happy just doing the mesa verde stuff and uh so I mean I I quite like this I like the sort of little criminal cases the 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 one with the uh, the kid who throws the brick through the window I thought uh, that that case was really good the way she kind of just lays into the um, prosecution mm. for that and and talks him around to like four months suspended sentence mm. I, I you know I thought was brilliant so uh, I yeah I mean I I get because I get what you're saying because it is sort of outside every you know mm-hmm. all the stuff which is clearly connected to either directly to Jimmy or the Breaking Bad stuff or the cartel stuff. Yeah. But but I think it's it's going to show Kim moving away from Mesa Verde at some point and going into criminal defense law, which I think will be useful further down the line. I suspect. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I guess this job. Uh, uh, this episode did do a, do a good job of like, okay, pushing forward with. I guess the Breaking Bad thing is a bit of a of setup, but it's alluding to something that Breaking Bad watchers would know. Um, and then with Jimmy last week having the phone shop thing set up, and then this week it moving forward. Who knows? Maybe next week with with Kim, we'll see her like do some more court stuff or move a bit more forward. Um, I do like the. With Kim, though, we did get some, I guess, progress with the Mesa Verde thing because you're getting like different conversations around it in terms of like them saying, "Hey, you weren't here, and we sort of needed you," and and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I mean, I guess Kim's she's got some choices to make. Like, what does she really want? And like, don't do both because we've seen what happens when you take on too much and uh, and that sort of thing. Um, and she's <laughs> she's still injured from the previous thing so she doesn't necessarily want i guess to take on too much but uh again you know um so yeah this it just depends what she decides to do and take in the next couple of episodes whether she mm. decides to like leave the mesa verde thing or ditch the court thing or whatever she decides to do she's got to kind of go one way or the other and i guess we just need to see which uh which path she takes so and how that affects jimmy and, and all that kind of stuff so yeah uh, i do like the jimmy and kim scenes they are they do have a certain bit of mystery to them i suppose because we don't know what happens to the kim and stuff um but it's also nice to see jimmy get i guess have some more happy scenes because they do seem fairly happy together, so um, yeah. it's nice when you put it together with with that as well. Uh, let's move on. Jimmy goes to the district attorney's office for the monthly check-in uh, to verify he's in compliance with his community service and lawful employment conditions. He meets Howard in the restroom uh, and sees that Howard is looking sleepless and rattled, but Howard uh, won't won't uh, divulge either way. Um, Jimmy offers Howard the psychiatrist's phone number he got from Kim. It's kind of crafty. Uh, after Howard reveals he's uh, already getting therapy twice a week. Twice a week. 
Uh, Jim tosses the number into the toilet. He sort of rips it up and gets rid of it. Jimmy meets with uh, his probation officer, uh, provides assurances that he is in compliance, and states that his intent to resume law once his suspension is done. Uh, I really like the Howard scenes. This is a bit. It's yeah. showing Howard in a different light, and we didn't really know how damaged he was and stuff. Again, there's the whole problem, I guess, in society of like putting on the brave face, and this was a situation where. Uh, Jimmy's caught him without that face on and you you see how uh, not like completely broken I guess we don't know the full extent of his state but we see him more damaged than usual and not in the sort of uh, smiley professional state that he can kind of be in um, twice a week though for a, for a therapist that's that's a lot of talking <laughs> that's a that's because <laughs> um, I, I see a counsellor once a week and that's like not too much not quite enough it's just like on, on the right level but because um, w- when he first mentioned that, I started thinking like I, ma- I imagined if I was seeing my counselor twice a week, and I was like, "That's a lot." But I guess it depends. <laughs> you know, obviously, how it's well, got different problems to me. Um, yeah, yeah. And it depends how damaged he really is and stuff, which we saw a bit more of in this episode. But um, I- I'd like to maybe explore that a bit more with Howard. Yeah, I mean, I it- it's difficult to say which direction they're gonna go with Howard because. I, I mean, I think this was kind of interesting because Jimmy seemed to very much after the mugging had, had sort of said, you know, I'm going to go and talk to the psychiatrist and seemed yeah. sort of very, very into the idea at that point. And it's almost like, you know, when he he meets Howard and sees Howard who says he's in therapy twice a week and it doesn't seem to be doing him any good at all, as far as we can tell. That's the other point, yeah. It's, he's um, still... y- yeah, you know, because he still seems to be a wreck. And that sort of... I I think that possibly hits Jimmy of going well. What's the point of seeing a, a psychiatrist if, if you know if it's not doing Howard any good? Why would I bother? Mm. You know, um, and I, I think the fact that also Jimmy feels or uh, you know looks more together than Howard, whether he is or not, is a different matter. But you know, he feels that he's he's looking at Howard and going, well, I'm more together than that. So I don't need to see a therapist. So, um, yeah, or maybe he's worried that if he did go and see a therapist, that's what he'd become. I guess, yeah. So, Jimmy's kind of conflicted, I guess, at the end of the day. Yeah, um, which is why he eventually just decides to rip up the note and, and throw it away. Yeah, and, and, and I, I've known uh, certain people in my life as well that I've talked to about these issues and depression and, and that sort of stuff, and... Uh, um and they some of the people said to me like oh i i don't see someone on a weekly basis i like they they either don't see the need to or they just simply don't want to and they sort of say like they either bottle things up or just try to distract themselves and i guess like i you know obviously you you should seek help and stuff if you do have problems we do encourage that very much um but when you do get a particular person that says like oh i'm just gonna bottle it up and i don't want to talk to someone yeah it, that's it, never healthy <laughs> it's, it's also very hard to convince that type of person because I, yeah. I remember being in the conversation with that person i won't say who it is um i remember saying like it it, it does kind of help at least a little bit um to talk to someone but mm. you, you, if those people are settled in that sort of situation that they are and the person i was talking to was kind of settled in that way there's there's not much you can really do to convince that type of person so no we'll, i mean we'll, it's, it's we'll the see same where with... jimmy goes yeah. with, with with that sort of logic and if he changes his mind later but um 
I mean, yeah. it's it's same with you know with with mental health issues with uh, you know people that are suffering addiction of you know whether it's drugs or alcohol or whatever. You can't. It's very difficult to help somebody until they're at a point where they want to be helped. So, um, you know, and although Jimmy seems fine on the surface and maybe he is, you know, maybe there's a certain amount of sociopath in there, in which case he's, you know, that's a sort of different thing, but the, the death of his brother wouldn't affect him in the same way. Whereas with Howard, clearly this has really struck him and he needs to talk to somebody. So it's, it's difficult, you know, it's difficult to know because, you know, whether the world is going to come crashing round on, crashing down on jimmy um at some point before he turns into soul we don't really know that yet something clearly has to happen before he makes the transition from one to the other there needs to be some major event that pushes him to that i guess yeah it's i mean we into maybe three episodes we've got five yeah five left um we might see a scene where Jimmy just like is on his own and just has a complete breakdown, uh, and then maybe mm. he he decides to, it might just come out of completely nowhere as well. Um, yeah, quite possible. We don't know. We don't know what's exactly is happening in in Howard. Or uh, I mean, we got a bit more of insight into Howard's problems and stuff, but we don't know that much like in depth. Um, and we don't know exactly how Jimmy is feeling. I mean, he is kind of doing the distraction method of like going out and doing these phone sales and like and the, the other stuff like that. Um, but the interesting so, thing with Jimmy is you're not really seeing you know you, usually when they're playing it like that you see some cracks yeah appear we're not really seeing anything and, we, and so. you, you've I mean apart from maybe the you know a slight crack after the mugging but that sort of seems to be slightly more about him going oh what am I doing you know I'm not uh, yeah I would have seen this coming but that's almost him sort of regretting the fact that he's trying to become a better person, you know, cause he was sort of, it was like, you know, in back in the day, I would have recognized those kids and they wouldn't, you know, and, and that I wouldn't, you know, that wouldn't have happened. So, so that's, it's not him moving forward. It's him looking and saying, I was better off being, you know, the slipping Jimmy kind of, you know, character. I, I saw, you know, what becomes soul. So, yeah i mean it's it's very interesting you're not seeing the obvious sort of him certainly not getting upset about his brother you're not seeing any of that so whether they he is just completely bottling that up or whether he is there are sociopathic tendencies in there and he actually you know he he just doesn't care um which is quite possible and you know maybe he's thinking maybe i should get that looked at but I, but but then you know he sees what's happening to Howard and goes actually no I'm not going to bother. <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's very difficult to to see where what what's going on in Jimmy's head really with that. Mm. I do want to point out as well, importantly, uh, if you are struggling with any kind of issues and you would like to uh, go and get some help, we do we do both encourage you uh, very much. Um, to do so, uh, you can if you're living in the UK, you can go on the NHS uh, website. It's either like NHS.com or just search for NHS on Google. There's uh, different services available on there. There's things like Mind, uh, Off the Record. Uh, what's the other ones? Uh, Samaritans is another one as well. There's um, Calm, I think it's called. Um, yeah. There's some other services uh, services like that. So yes, if you if you are struggling with issues and you would like some, I guess, encouragement to seek help. 
uh, we're encouraging you to do so because it does help. So, um, yeah. yes, please do go and do that. Bear in mind, this is a TV show and not a, 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 not a sort of guide to how you should deal with mental, mental yeah, health yeah, issues. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so go and seek help if you would like to do so. Uh, let's move on to... Uh, oh, no, that's the end of the episode. Yes. Um, yeah, let's talk about the... Um, we got kind of wrapped up in the uh, the, G- the Jimmy and um, Howard stuff. What did you think of the... Um, where he's checking in and talking about his future? Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this, this was sort of... He shows he's very intent to get I, I, it was an odd sort of ending for me because it sort of ends with him, him sort of saying you know I will be the best lawyer you know and I, I will go back to practicing law and th- that was sort of interesting because he's clearly trying to make a big statement at that point and the uh, probation officer is just going yeah okay so you want to be a lawyer again fine and just sort of writes it down you know so but but the, it was clearly something meant something bigger to to jimmy in that moment you know he's like i'm going to be the best lawyer and you know I'm, nobody's going to stop me it's going to be bigger and better and better and you know all that sort of stuff so i, I thought that was kind of interesting but it was it was sort of an odd end a slightly odd ending for me but um yeah i mean you know in, kind of interesting and the fact that he's kind of got everything in place and reaffirms the fact that he wants to go back to the law so yeah, you can also you can almost see like the carefree attitude that he's got here as well, which is mm. like where he's yeah, like you're saying where he's saying it's gonna be bigger and badder and, and better and all that sort of stuff and you can see a bit of soul in there. Yeah. I I think he's doing what this podcast title suggests very slowly, which is becoming soul. Um yeah. I, I do wonder how much longer it will take though. Yeah, um, I mean, but, you, but, but I do you're seeing elements of it. He needs some sort of event to happen, and I know his brother just died, uh, and that is a big event. But like something, I guess more specifically to do with him, and maybe to do with his lawyer stuff, or to do with Kim, maybe. Some, I, I think. Yeah, I guess a small prediction is something small will probably happen a bit closer to him, or more with him personally, or with Kim, and maybe that will sort of flip some kind of switch, maybe. Yeah, I mean, my my feeling is maybe that something goes wrong with him. I mean, one possibility would be uh, something goes wrong with him wanting to return to the law and, you know, changing his name is the only way that he can get his law license back. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe that's the way that it it, it works, you know, because he, he seems very determined to be kind of, you know, this this great lawyer but bearing in mind that the law license that he must have doesn't uh register under the name of of jimmy mcgill it must be registered under the name of Saul goodman mm. so do, presumably do he, so do you think he maybe looks at it as like a tainted history kind of thing and where he's yeah like, maybe okay i need to just change the name maybe maybe that's maybe, it maybe both of our predictions sort of happen or or something yeah. so we're just guessing. So, um, yeah, that's the end of the episode. We do have some emails, uh, which I will read in a minute. You can send yours into entertainmenttalk.com, entertainmenttalkuk at gmail.com. There's also Twitter at etalkuk. There's the Facebook group and the Facebook page. There's also a small email form. You can fill it on the website. Just put in your email and your comment. That will get sent to me as well. George says, wow, uh, a scene during Breaking Bad and a, and a reference uh, to the lab of Walter and Jesse. 
uh, I feel like things are getting closer to something big. And then he says, uh, fifth and final season, question mark. That's uh, still something that's kind of up in the air a bit. I think y- usually in between the break of a show or, I mean, it could happen today or something. AMC could announce like, hey, the fifth season is the last for, for Better Call Saul. But usually before you go into a season of something you usually know if it's a final season unless of course something gets cancelled mid-season or yeah, something. yeah but um like with like with the big bang theory and mr robot recently those seasons are like kind of coming up um big bang theory is a bit closer um but the networks both announced like hey this upcoming season that you know about the fourth and the twelfth season uh they're going to be the last ones and that's usually yeah. kind of what happens so uh i guess bottom line is we'll probably know before the fifth season starts yeah, yeah. It, it, it would be if unusual case, if we I mean... started the season and they said, "Hey, this is the last one." But um, yeah, well, I'm yeah. Saying... I mean, it's the same happens yeah. with Gotham and uh, you know, yeah, as yeah. well when they got season. renewed. So, like, hey, you're getting yeah. another season, but it's the last one. So yeah. So you, usually, if it's a, if it's a, a show that you know, if it's not a show that's been cancelled, if it's a show that actively has a last season, a final season, they usually tell you when the renewal comes in. That there's they usually will announce. At that point, you write that that there will be a um, uh, that that there will be like you know that will be the last season. Usually, they'll announce at that point, um, unless I mean, with the case of um, Mister Robot, they were toying with the idea of doing a fifth season of that. Okay, but he decided he decided the uh, Sam Ishmael, who's the showrunner and mm-hmm. creator of that show, decided that he actually didn't want to stretch it out that far. Yeah, and, he didn't need any more. So. Yeah, he didn't need any more, so the story could finish after the fourth season. Mm. So, um, you know, that, that although I think they'd possibly said that they were going to renew it earlier, sometimes it then takes, you know, they announce the renewal, and then a few months later they go, actually, this is going to be the last season as well, because I think we've done with the story. Uh, and, I, I, you know, that may be the case with this, but I, I rather suspect there's still quite a big time gap between this that, that's and That's one of my Breaking big, Bad. like, question marks, is like, okay, you are getting closer, but there's still a big time gap, and what, what are you going to do with that? And if you do the time jump, but then it's like, okay, we'll have questions about what happens yeah. in the time Because you've still, you've still got, although we're, we're being introduced to the lab, the lab's still going to be built. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think we're, we know that Gale worked in that lab for a, a period of time Probably i, I believe i think gail was working in that lab for a bit before they bring in walter uh, I mean, and, and walter insists that jesse comes along so yeah i mean he's already working kind of with gus so it would make sense hey i've got this new lab you can work down there so yeah so uh, i to, to i gail. sort of yeah i I'm fairly sure that that gail had had already been working in that lab at that point so yeah i mean i you've got a lot of things to happen before we actually get to the to even the start of breaking bad and you've got to remember that that lab doesn't show up until the late seasons of breaking bad anyway i think it's like season four i want to say yeah so it's i think it is season four so it's it takes a while before that actually happens so we've we've got plenty of time um for them to play around in Mm -hmm. Didn't we say they're like eight years before at the Something moment? Like that. Yeah. So there is there is a big gap. Yeah. Um, I I do think though the fifth or the sixth will be the last one. I don't think we'll go to seven seasons. 
No, no. I mean, I, I, I suspect it's, they're not going to want to drag it out for too long. Um, no. <laughs> no, he's, but, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's, it, it's probably, I, I wouldn't surprise me if it goes longer than Breaking Bad did because Breaking Bad had more episodes. Yeah. Um, so you're going to end up probably a similar episode count, but more seasons. Uh, let's move on. Becky says, is there any other characters in Breaking Bad that you would like a prequel for? Um, I'm still up for this universe being explored. There's still some things you could do. Uh, the two that I thought of was something to do with Gus. Because uh, then you could see more of that version that I always say is so entertaining. Um, you could yeah. see like maybe him getting his... This might not sound quite as exciting to the rest of you, but like... Him getting his job at um, Los Pueblos and how he became the manager and how all that started because obviously a story there that might not be quite as exciting as some of the other stuff that's happened, but it's still something you could kind of do as a mini plot in that. Um, I would still like to see a Walter Jesse prequel, like the hu- the high school sort of stuff, <laughs> um, and I don't know, just see to see a bit more of that because then you then you do kind of explore arguably the series uh, protagonist, which is Walter and Jesse. Um, you get to see them in the past and stuff like that. So, be interesting to do that as almost as a sitcom. <laughs> I, mean, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, because they, they one of the original ideas when they first started talking about Medical Soul, they they weren't entirely sure whether it was going to be a straight drama or whether it's going to be more of a comedy. Um, when they when they first came up with the idea, because they, you know, they thought maybe it would be a different format entirely. Uh, and then they settled on it being kind of more of a straight prequel. But yeah, you you could almost do do a sort of Walter. I mean, the problem is you you'd have to have somebody you'd else have to, to play recast, Jesse. Yeah. You'd have to recast Jesse. You could probably keep Brian Cranston, but you'd have to recast somebody as Jesse probably because it would have to be a much younger actor. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. You could dress him down quite a lot, of, but I yeah, <laughs> I think that would be struggling. Um, but yes, that would be interesting to see almost a sitcom version of, of like sort of uh, Saved by the Bell with with the Breaking Bad characters. Almost <laughs> would be kind of interesting. Um, I, I mean, I think I yeah, I think Gus Gus will be the obvious one. Mm. Um, Mike, maybe maybe a, a early early days of Mike, possibly. Sort of, you know. I mean, again, that would be a different actor, but. Um, yeah, you maybe you could go right way way back with Mike somewhere and do a sort of properly retro kind of seventies based sixties seventies based thing or something. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of they, they've I, got some options. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Depends. I mean, what, depends what Vince himself wants to do. If if Breaking Bad, if Better Call Saul finishes and he says like, okay, that's all the stories I want to tell, then yeah. I don't know what you do there. Maybe, yeah. So. Well, maybe, maybe he wants to go off and do something else, and I'm sure he'll create something else great. Yeah. But isn't isn't he doing something at HBO? I remember like uh, two years ago hearing him. He was I can't remember the name of what it was, but he's he was working on something with HBO. It's probably um, still in production or something like that. So because he's he's done, he has done other shows. Uh, he was a producer on the X Files. <laughs> oh really? Okay. Yeah, and Lone Gunman. Uh, he did just, oh Battle Creek. That's the other show that he did, but oh, which no. I never saw any of. Uh, it was a it was a cop drama, I think. Uh, comedy drama. I think it was yeah, it was a te- police detective uh, comedy drama. That was. So I don't know what else he's doing at the moment. Um, 
just looking through. Yeah, there's nothing listed particularly yeah, on his I heard his he was IMDb. making something and then never heard anything again. So, I don't know. Yeah. So, I, maybe maybe there is something else in the works. I'm sure he's got ideas. Mm-hmm. But... Um, right, let's move on to the last email. Michael says, uh, why do you feel this is... Uh, sorry, who do you feel is the worst and best character on this show? I personally go with uh, Jim and Gus and then maybe Kim. I think he's uh, referring to Kim as the worst character. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. There was characters in Breaking Bad that annoyed me, like uh, Hank's wife wasn't great, um, and that she was, I th- she, I th- she was probably the weakest yeah. point of Breaking Bad, like her whole I, shoplifting thing was the the collectomania shoplifting thing. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, and it didn't. Really I don't know. There's anything. So there's nobody that particularly bugs me out of the main cast. I mean. Chuck's dead, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Chuck was the only one which I found annoying, but then he's sort of supposed to be annoying. He's supposed to get under your skin. Mm. There's... There's not that many... I, I can't... I. It's very difficult to pick a bad character out of this lot, I think. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Mike. I think Jonathan Banks is brilliant in that role, and I love Mike's kind of sardonic sort of character and i love gus as well those are the two characters and but nacho's really good as well uh maybe victor he's not great he's all yeah. right but he doesn't i guess he's not there for that much so yeah um, I mean, no, but no best characters i'd go with jim gus and and uh um damn it what's his name yeah uh mike yeah yeah, I mean, so certainly those those are the three I that like I Kim, I really. She's more in with Jimmy's plots, and I guess I don't yeah. find I don't find her a boring character, but I find I guess what she does not as interesting, which doesn't make the character worse. It just means what she's doing isn't as interesting. So uh, yeah, there, there is a difference. Um, I guess what, but yeah, in terms of bad characters, we've got rid of Chuck. So <laughs> um, yeah, and and I like I say, I don't think he was particularly a bad character yeah. he was supposed to be annoying and sort of goody two shoes and uh, you know i don't think there's any particularly bad performances in it uh you know throughout bad performances no i wouldn't say there's, um, there's many bad performances uh, in, in terms of yeah in terms of the sort of in terms of characters you might that may be underserved i yeah i i mean i sort of get kim maybe out of out of that list but i I think you're, you know, it's one of those things where the worst character on this show is still probably better than the best character on other shows, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, speaking of characters that got underserved or in that kind of warehouse, I'm surprised, but, like, delightfully surprised what they've done with Nacho. Because I remember when it started, I was like, oh, Nacho is a bit more of a smaller character. But no, they've really kind of brought him into some of the spotlight and stuff, so... Yeah, uh, he's he's yeah. still kind of a side character, but we're invested in him, so yeah, uh, he's done a good job there. Um, yeah, that's about it, I think. Uh, cool. Um, best who's who's the best character? You think? It's got to be Jimmy, surely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do, as like I say, I do really love Mike. I I've I mm. think he's just great because he's funny without being funny, mm. you know. <laughs> Yeah, and he tells you what he feels with his his face. So, yeah, uh, there's a sort of wonderful that that sort of sigh of 
uh, resentment, which I really love, you know. Yeah, did, did you see his face in the van when, when they were travelling? He was like, oh, when, kind of like, when is this gonna, when are we going to get there kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, that sort of face, so that was kind of entertaining. No, he's um, wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Yeah. All right, that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you all very much for listening and for writing in. Um, like I said, entertainmenttalk.org is where you'll find all of our content. If you'd like to keep up to date with what David's doing, geektown.co.uk is where you can find all that. That's for your edit information, casting updates, and all that sort of good stuff. Uh, also, iTunes. Uh, there's a few feeds you can subscribe to. Geektown is one of them. Entertainment Talk, Becoming Soul, and uh, Random Gaming Talk. And as I said earlier in the podcast, a little bit of today and most of tomorrow, I'm going to work on uh, continuing the I- iTunes feeds progress. Uh, so I'll update you guys when i when i have something i'll probably tweet things out and put the things on the on the facebook page so uh keep your eyes on that um but if i'm submitting itunes feeds tomorrow they probably won't be available till probably friday so uh but i'll update you guys when when things uh move forward with that um yeah please rate and review and subscribe to those feeds on itunes as well uh so geek town radio is included in that as well uh, yeah, Spider-Man is coming out this Friday. I did mention on this week's uh, episode 129, I did mention my plans for Spider-Man. Uh, essentially, first impressions video on Friday. Uh, that's basically where I play the first 10 to 30 minutes, depending on the st- how a game starts, I suppose. Uh, and give my sort of impressions uh, and tell you whether you should or shouldn't buy a game. Uh, and with Spider-Man, it's looking like you probably should buy the game. So, um, yes, check that <laughs> out on Friday when I upload that. And then I'm going to be doing various different Let's Plays. Uh, so check that out as well when those get uploaded. Uh, but yes, mainly look out on Friday for the first impressions video if you're interested. Um, yeah, so that's my plans for that. We'll be doing another gaming talk this week. That will be Thursday this week. Uh, Robert isn't on the road. Uh, so he's going to be able to, to do that from home on Thursday. Because uh, last couple of weeks he's been on the road and we did them on Saturdays. But this week it will be late Thursday. Uh, and when I say late Thursday, I do mean late Thursday. So <laughs> uh, check out, uh, look out for that on um, Thursday as well. Uh, if you'd like to support what we're doing here, there's a few options. Like I already mentioned iTunes, so please rate and review and subscribe to those uh, those iTunes feeds as well. Um patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk that's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice uh, and get your ad free podcast as well uh, Amazon affiliate link if you do shopping on Amazon please consider using our affiliate link uh, essentially we will get a small cut of the amount that you're spending but it won't cost you anything extra so it's just your normal spending I uh, already mentioned iTunes, already mentioned the website, but word of mouth is important as well. Uh, tell your friends, family, neighbours, co-workers, anyone that you might talk to just about the main website or iTunes or any of the other things that we have. Uh, and they can come and discover the content for themselves. Uh, and then yes, the last thing to mention, uh, if you would like to watch me and Robert play various different video games, because Robert streams as well. Uh, he's got one on Mixer and I've got one on Twitch. Uh, all that information's in your show notes. If you're listening on either SoundCloud or on the uh, the Better Call Soul feed. On the Better Call Soul feed, there's a button that says Source. If you click on that, uh, for some reason the links aren't getting posted in that bit. But if you click on Source, it takes you over to the main post. Uh, this it works the same way on SoundCloud as well. It has a, just a little button at the bottom you can press. It takes you over there, and all the information that I mentioned will be listed there as well. Uh, so that's how you can access that. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's everything for this week. Thank you all very much for listening, and we will see you for episode six. Goodbye. Bye.